is pre-season number three for Hitchin Town, pre-season friendly number one for Leighton Town, who kick off a new era here at Bell Close. New manager uh, Gary Flynn joining from Newport Pagnell Town after the uh, departure of their previous manager to Bedford Town. So Hitchin, it's been a bit of a, a bruising week for the Canaries. Leighton will be refreshed uh, and ready to go. Their first game of football in 72 days now since the end of a, a very, very successful uh, Spartan South Midlands Premier Division season that saw them promoted up to step four uh, for the first time in a good few years now uh, for Leighton Town. Hitchin, we were promised changes by Mark Burke uh, after Tuesday's friendly against Stevenage and changes have happened, but maybe not quite... Uh, as many as we thought. We'll go through the teams in a minute, but first I must introduce my co-commentator, Marek Alionich. Good hey. evening. Hello, Freddie. You all right? Yeah, no, lo- lovely ground. We've been here before, haven't we? And I mean, listen, this has to be one of the best pitches in their class as well, mm. doesn't it? It's really nice. bit long. Um, it could have done with a trim, like, you know, a little bit like myself, but uh, it's playable. We've seen the boys in front of us just sort of warming up. Um, some, some academy boys out there. But like you say, there's, there's, some, there's some first team major players in there as well. Yeah, lovely setup here at Leighton Town. We were here a couple of years ago for a friendly. Uh, it was a 4-0 win for Hitchin on that day. And today is a, is a bit of a mixed squad. Plenty of the new uh, development squad of the under-23s uh, are on the bench. A couple of new starters, including Trialist Day uh, and Charlie Miller. Um, and it's one of those games you start to see maybe there is that mm. bit more depth to Hitchin's squad now. Yeah. No Teal, Cotter, Hay, Wilkinson, Thomas and Galliford. But still looks to be a, a very strong squad, especially, of course, that starting 11 first and foremost. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a tough start in 11 and uh, we're going we're gonna to need it as well because uh, this new manager, as we, as we were talking about earlier on, he's brought some players up uh, and across with him, a couple that we probably recognise as well. Um, so, and, and it's their first pre-season, so they're going to be fired up for it. They're at home, they ain't going to want to lose, they're going to be up for it. Yeah, Leighton will be buzzing to be back out there after the success that they had uh, last season. For Hitchin, of course, it's the first of three consecutive games against Step 4 uh, opposition going to Stopfold on Tuesday and then Barton Rovers uh, this time next week. That one now an earlier 7pm uh, kickoff. Mm. Uh, so don't forget <coughs> that and that dates your diary but two challenging games to start off two undefeat to Luton Development uh, squad a game that could have gone either way uh, really that late late goal from Miller Matthews Lewis to win it and then uh, Tuesday night controversy really the red card for Stan Georgie there was no doubt about it but the actual sending off aspect and whether maybe uh, Hitchin could Hitchin could have had a, a sub coming on for Stan instead um, where do you stand on that in a, in a pre-season friendly well, you know, I'm going to stand, stick by my guns, really, Freddie. I think I don't think uh, Stan went in with any malicious uh, intent. Um, of course, um, you know, it, it's 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 an offence. Uh, uh, there's even, you know, arguably that it was outside the box as well after mm. people have sort of seen back the the replay. So yeah, controversy, but it's a friendly. You know, it's not a cup final or anything like that. You don't have to wave your red cards around. I think he just maybe just took it a little bit seriously. Mm. The, the, the Stevenish player was all right. He was straight back up on his feet after a little roll around. And, um, you know, I, I think it was an unfair sending off, but it weren't a nice tackle. The red card aspect, it's a red card and it's a straight red card in any game. People, and everyone's agreed that, essentially. We've looked yeah. back at the replay, the players have well, agreed Jones that. Well, Jones is not shaking Michael his Jones head. Yeah. In his rose-tinted spectacles. But, you know, we've talked to players who have said yeah it's a horror tackle essentially well, but we also man. yeah but we also know of course the nature of stan yeah and we, we've we made that clear 
uh, on Tuesday. I mean, what struck with me, of course, Mark Burke got his strong opinion across that he felt the referee should have said, actually, you can substitute him off. We can keep yeah. it 11 v 11. Thought, fair enough. You know, you can see Stevenage the, Stevenage the argument, yeah, the pros and cons. And then, later yeah. that evening, Stevenage manager yeah. Steve Evans comes out and says, well, actually, I told the referee as well that Hitchin should be allowed to sub yeah. Georgia instead. But he, he refused. Yeah. So... That's refs for you, you mate. Know, of, of course, in, in most, you know, in any other game that's not a friendly, he would be off and sure. will continue. Yeah. And also, I must point out, any other game that's not a friendly, the referee's not going to listen to the manager and not no. going to take his advice anyway. No, of course uh, not. Steve Evans is probably not a friend of the referee <laughs> from his long managerial career. He's had uh, a fair few clashes uh, with the man in the middle. But that yeah. said it all, really. Steve Evans knew it would be a, a different game. And, you know, there's, yeah, there's however many divisions separating the... The two sides already. Mark Burke's thought said, unfortunately, common sense didn't reign. It's a pre-season friendly. It's practice. Both teams want to test each other. You would like to think if it was a bad tackle and it deserves a red card and on a league game, then it's understandable. Sure. But pre-season, just say to us and we'll take Stan off. And it's 11 v 11. It's an even contest. Unfortunately, because it was a red, we're down to 10 men and we had to resort to tactics that were not very pretty, not entertaining at all, not good for the public. And I've got to apologise to them for that. It became a fitness session for us. The boys worked ever so hard. We were really organised. We defended for our lives. Uh, From a selfish point of view, Mark said, and a football point of view, it was a good test for us. It challenged us. uh, But he did say, obviously, our plans for the night went out the window. We couldn't make all the subs that we wanted to make at the right times we had to change our shape uh, and the boys responded really well it wasn't what we wanted out of this game but we changed our tactics and, and the boys delivered yeah no and and this is probably why um now at the moment we've got that we can see the team that we have got here mm. because this was probably a little chunk of what was supposed to happen uh, against stevenage and yeah Berkey's right we can moan and groan about it it did kill the game off and uh, everybody thinks so and just you know a little overreaction from the ref uh, and, and thank goodness I mean the, the, the good thing is is that everybody is is safe and sound and nobody got injured people will say you know in terms of the defensive tactics the result doesn't matter in pre-season yeah. and you know sort of play the game and you know why are you seeing out a pre-season friendly why are you time wasting a pre-season friendly myself and Mark agreed you yeah. don't want to get battered in any you're playing yeah. a, a top league one side now that's been promoted um, really good players they had put out their first team which was really good to see come yeah. down even the second half substitutes that they brought on made a real impact to the yeah. game including a certain Kane Smith you know if Hitchin go and lose that 8 or 9 nil. you know your pre-season takes the wrong tra- trajectory to, you know even though time wasting it was not negative tactics we did go and hit the crossbar through Isaac Gallifard but yeah. you're going to feel so much better coming out of the game like that like we did I think there was a real air of optimism you know I was certainly you know, once we had wrapped up before, we'll take some of that because Absolutely. there'll be times this season we're going to have to dig that performance out of the bag against sides who are not as good as Stevenage at the end of the day. Yeah, and I mean, Burke is always going to d- draw the positives out of any situation, isn't he? And I think that that's uh, a big chunk of why I like it, why mm. I like him so much. You know, and um, he's, he's done exactly that, and and, and exactly you, you do need that because it's going to happen. And I thought when we went down to ten men, we looked we looked every bit as good as we did with eleven mm. on the pitch. Sorry, no disrespect to Stan, obviously. <laughs> Um, but you know, yeah, it was it was uh, it was a good performance. Yeah, Stan Georgie, the man to be uh, sent off. Uh, but I'll, I'll have the Hitchin team uh, today. The starting eleven, all the numbers are correct. We're not as sure uh, for the substitutes. Uh, Charlie Horlock starts in goal and captains the team. Uh, number two, Brad Bell. Number three, Lane Eady. Four trialist A. Five, Stan Georgie. Of course, no suspension as things stand yet. Anyway in pre-season 6 Lewis Barker 7 Diogo Gouveia uh, 8 Stephen Gleeson 9 Jack Sneelis 10 Charlie Miller and 11 George Devine the subs uh, 12 Mar 
Charlie Steen, uh, 13 Josh Mollison, 14 James Campbell, 15 Jack Trickett, um, 16 Aaron Jennings, 17 uh, Jeremiah Lawurro, uh, 18 Chris Cahoon, 19 Henry Silver, 20 Frankie Webster, uh, and then uh, Gavind uh, Baines, I think it is, two trialists, uh, and then Tom Hay as we get past the Leighton team sheet as well. And then... We will read through this quickly. Carl Daly, uh, who came up against Hitchens under-18s last season, starts in goal. Two is Ethan Flanagan. Uh, three, Ollie Blackmore-Reed. Four, Seb Simpson. Five, James Sage. Seven, Charlie Patterson. Uh, eight, Luke Pyman. Nine, Jake Wilkinson. Ten, Albie Hall. Uh, Eleven, Finley Brennan. And 17, Alfie Powell. The subs are Jim Burnside, uh, Nathan Olakanmi, Lee Cooksey, uh, Louis Barrett, Josh Hatton, Jack Sale, Elliot uh, Kefford, and Harvey Heaps, uh, if I've read all of those correctly. Hey, take a bow, uh, They're Freddy. all past all the, <laughs> the two team sheets we've got uh, are passed around anyway. And Absolutely. We are going to need to keep those, <laughs> if you can keep an eye on them, unfortunately. But we didn't get any last time we were here, so we're very keen uh, this time. And we've been helped out by hitching coach Michael Jones and the Leighton Club secretary, for which we're very grateful. OK, I think we're going to get them all copied over and they're going <laughs> to remain here. Freddie, you've done well there, mate, under under pressure to get to reel those off. Mm, so Leighton, the opposition then, Marat Callumstead hit a brace here. Uh, two years ago uh, yeah. in what was a, a fairly strong hitch and win this time but uh, a new feature for this game first time we've seen the sort of new development squad uh, in action the, the coach whose name passes me by now uh, who's come in from uh, Letchworth Garden City and uh, it looks like most of them well all of them who are here are going to be on the bench and might well have an impact in the game but it's something that we've talked about in terms of bridging the gap between the under 18s and the first team for a while now and it's going to be the first chance really to, to see it in action this season and, and how wonderful it is too. I mean, I've, this 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 was my life's work to try and get the to get get uh, top clubs, you know, to sort of bring the youth through, um, and and they're starting to do it now, and it, and it's great. I mean, listen, I've been watching them warm up, Freddie, and there's a couple of there's a couple of sharp boys out there that I've noticed. You know, uh, be good to see them come on and, and get a little bit. You know, maybe if we sort of get a bit of a lead behind us, we'll we'll see quite a few of them coming on. Yeah, the numbers may well not be correct. I have been told for the uh, substitutes, so I can recognise a couple of them. One of whom, James Campbell, was actually in my year at school uh, and, and a good friend of mine so really good to see him uh, out there in the Pro Direct Academy jacket always a good player nutmegged me a few times in our five a size in PE so yeah, hopefully he, he, can, he can go and show what he can do out there today anyway but uh, good to see him out there you talk about you know the local players coming through we talk about Jack Wilshire as a hitching lad earlier yeah, of course same yeah. school as the one I went to as well so we'll be seeing uh, on Saturday um, a couple Excellent. more quotes from Mark Burke. He mentioned Dempsey Thomas, who, of course, was our ID net man of the match. Said um, Dempsey was excellent. Uh, said on Saturday came on, did really well. And tonight he didn't disappoint. He's still got a lot to learn, mm. uh, but the two performances he put, he's put in have put him uh, in good stead. And he's been rested tonight. He played all 90 minutes uh, on Tuesday night, and, and you don't blame Mark Burke for, for making that decision. He, he said he was going to mix up the squad, give a lot of players the night off to recover, and he, and he has done. Well, listen, that kid has come out against a very strong Stevenage side in the first half. He's held his own. Mm. He's grew into the game. Uh, he's came out in the second half uh, a man short in defence and, and he's had to do a job again and, and that's why he got man of the match for me because he was he was you know for a young man just coming into a, 
a squad like that. He's, he's still very green and, uh, and he put in a great performance. Mm. And uh, no wonder he's resting today because he ran his socks off. Yeah, really did. Uh, Kieran Jones uh, is rested as well, <coughs> uh, along with Kai Teal, Cavan Cotter, uh, Ashley Hay, Finley Wilkinson and Dempsey Thomas, as we mentioned. Mm. Uh, and Isaac Gallifer, Toby Syme as well, Chris has pointed out. But mm. as we said at the, at the top of the show, it's still not a bad starting eleven to work with at all, considering uh, all of those absent teams. The one who's come in is, is Charlie Miller uh, in yeah. the number 10 shirt, one of whom uh, was signed towards the end of last season as that kind of deadline day runs, runs around when you can't make mm. any more transfers after that. And haven't seen much of him at all, really. So good to see him get a start and hopefully a chance to prove what he can do. Yeah, I mean, it's answered the question that I was uh, asking Berkey at the beginning, you know, and, and that's about squad depth. That was something that I was a bit concerned about. And he said, you know, don't worry, we've, we've, we're digging into the academy and we've got a couple of smiley faces turning up as well. Um, and, and, that's, and that's exactly what's happened. You know, we can still, we've got some big hitters missing and we can still field a squad, you know. Um, I've, I definitely think we've got enough to, uh, with respect, to, to, to beat, um, beat Leighton today. Mm. Um, and hopefully, like I say, we can see some of these trialists coming through and, um, and some of the academy players as well. Yeah, expecting another even game, hopefully, for this one. Kick-off in just a few minutes' time. Leighton champions uh, last season, confirming promotion with four games to go. Finished 14 points clear of Stopfold, who, of course, then promoted via that uh, rather controversial interstep playoff. Uh, so Leighton <laughs> returning to step four uh, after being relegated in 2016. Uh, they also won the League Cup. Their under-18s did the same, winning the League and Cup as well. So Brilliant. it's a club going in the right direction, clearly, in a successful season. They've sort of been knocking on the door in and around those playoff spots for, for the last few years and will be really tough opposition, as Mark Burke predicted today. Yeah, yeah, no, they will be. And, uh, and controversy at Stockfold? Never. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I did, listen... These these boys out here, they they know the way home, don't they? And they've they've done it with with games to spare. Um, so they're they're a good squad, you know. Um, but we've had a manager change since then. Players have left, and, and new players have come in. So let's see how they bond. Let's see how they gel. We're we're familiar, like I say, with a couple of mm. with a couple of faces out there, and uh, the goalkeeper um, Carl Daly. We saw him uh, against the was it was it under eighteen under eighteen yeah, yeah, Irish Youth Cup yeah. And, um, you know, he looked all right, even though he did let a couple in. He, he still kept a few out as well. Do you know what I mean? So interested to see how he's progressed uh, in, the, in the couple of years since we last saw him. Yeah, absolutely. Last season's FA Youth Cup run, a very good one for the for Hitchin. And that's, again, you know, we, mm. I remember the, the conversations we had with Stephen Gleeson during the FA Cup run. I think, how are we going to bridge the gap between these players coming through into the first team? Because there is yeah. too much of a jump for them to do it straight away. You know, players like that who we saw in that Youth Cup run, this is where the development squad comes into its own. And it's only going to help Hitchin progress, surely, yeah. you know, as and the, the first team that the club as a whole to progress as a as a footballing outfit. As Hitchin are the first out onto the pitch. They are in their uh, yellow and green uh, home strip for the third uh, game in a row. Stephen Gleeson starting once again. I mean, for all the time he, he questions and moans about his fitness, he started the first three friendlies in a row. His he professionality, he works so hard, doesn't he, to, to keep fit? And Yeah, he does. He loves it, doesn't mm. he? Look at him out there in his bright orange boots. <laughs> They've been tango, didn't they? <laughs> Smiling on the inside, Gleese is one of those. Yeah, a great player as well. What a, what a lovely asset for the mm. team as well. Yeah, Diogo Gouveia out there. And George Devine is going to start... You say up top alongside uh, Jack Sneelis. Devine can play in a wider role uh, as well. Still sort of yet to see the best of him because of that horrible injury yeah. he had keeping him out of the majority of last season. Probably 
sustained about this time last year when he went off against Biggles Rage United yeah, yeah. Uh, in that friendly starting uh, today just warming up Lewis Barker as well makes his first start of pre-season after that injury sustained on Newquay Beach playing football and <laughs> back, in, back into the squad now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it looks like he'll play in defence alongside one of the trialists and Stan Georgiou brilliant uh, Lane Eady left wing back and then it's going to be uh, Bradley Bell at right wing back. We're still waiting uh, for Leighton to make their way out as the team sheets <laughs> finally get passed around. Last couple of photos and then we'll have them all ready. Leighton are out in the almost red and white stripes, but they're almost a little faded too yeah. much to be able to but it's those sort red of Atletico Madrid yeah someone's put them in the, the hot whites, wash yeah where the whites sort of crossed <laughs> over Carl Daly in the uh, luminous light orange Leighton and they're a tall squad aren't they Walking they are yeah fast us now Cap the captain and the number eight uh, as well and Hitchin going through their final warm up so we'll kick off a, a couple of minutes late we were a good few early the other day but yeah for sure I think in the, the Luton game, everyone's so eager to get it underway. And while we've got a couple of minutes, let's get your prediction for this one, Marek. Leighton Town kicking off well, pre-season, new era for them. Yeah. And they'll be raring to go. Well, I'll, let's, let's say they've got a goal in them, right? Because um, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to have a goal in them. Depends on what happens with Hitch's squad. We, filled, we fielded our best team first half and we'll see what happens. Mm. Um, go on, I'll, go, I'll go what I did with uh, Stevenage, but the other way around. 3-1 Hitchin. 3-1 Hitchin, yeah. Let's have some goals. Yeah, <laughs> after, we, we want some goals. After Tuesday, of course, we had a few, but it was not that sort of end-to-end -end game that hopefully we'll see a little bit more of sure. uh, tonight. A couple of mascots with the referee as he makes his way through to the oh, middle. Very awesome. relaxed pre-season feel about this one. Yeah. Uh, as both teams go through their final uh, preparations. Leighton, a, a nice crowd in here. Yeah, considering there's, there's got to be a few hundred, isn't there? There's got, yeah. what, 300, 400? Two, three, yeah, yeah, I think. And we're over in the, the main stand overlooking the cricket field. Tennis courts round to the left as well. Bit of cricket as well for you, Freddie. Yeah, look. no game on at the moment. The... And the nets are up though, and I think there's some there's some practice sessions going on. Tennis very much in full swing. A few balls out in the car park that have been misplaced, obviously. So I'll have to yeah. watch an eye out for the van. But as Charlie Horlock goes over and meets the referee and the two mascots, warm handshakes for both of them. Mark Burke goes over to shake hands with uh, Gary Flynn, then the new Leighton Town uh, manager and his coaching staff. Exciting times for him up at step four. Uh, level. He was responsible for building a new team at Newport Pagnell, established them as a real potent force That's at right, Step yeah. 5 and of course reached the FA Vars for two consecutive seasons, the final of that competition at Wembley, winning mm. it in 2022 and uh, picking up the silver medal this year as well. And Leighton have had their fair share of success in that competition as well. And, yeah. you know, to, to be able to say, to have that on your CV, it must be so attractive for a player to think, you know, it's not just a good club and going to and a good manager, but, the, you know, just the, the idea of a cup run and, and Wembley Stadium. It must be so good for a player to, to have that in the back of their mind and they're making that move. Yeah, it's certainly get a lot of pulling power, isn't it, for the, for the man? And uh, listen, these, this, this is a, a good little side. Let's see how they gel together now with the new manager and if, if all the pieces drop into place you know mm. who knows we could be in trouble well we're all set to get underway here at Bell Close Hitchens third friendly and Leighton's first and the new era uh, getting underway and it's Hitchin who will kick from left to right Stephen Gleeson going uh, long up and over the top 
bit of wind suddenly picks <laughs> up. You're going to have to weight those team sheets down. And now Gouveia's on the ball already. 12 seconds on the clock. Just jinxes his way into the box. Goes wide looking for Divine. And there's a strong sliding tackle in there uh, from Charlie Patterson. One of a couple of uh, former Rushton and Diamonds players. And Hitchin of the throw-in. Bradley Bell to take down the far side. The two dugouts, as we commented on earlier, so far apart. They are, aren't they? As Bell goes past his man. Leighton win the ball back through James Sage. Hitchin's dugout. It's on the edge of the 18-yard box that they are defending. And Leighton's about halfway inside. The half of Hitchin are attacking. So any managerial beef would be quite impressive. You need a megaphone. <laughs> as, a, as a minimum, really. It's similar setup at Stockfold, isn't it? To keep Brett Donnelly away from Pretty much the, opposi the opposition so. manager. Stockfold going up from the Spartan League alongside Leighton Town and Hitchin have a, an early corner just over a minute on the clock. Gouveia will take it. Edie and Bell, the two wing backs, hang back to mark the two Leighton forwards. Charlie Miller just dropping off as well, midway inside the half, and Gouveia will take it. It'll be uh, an outswinger on the right hand side. Miller coming for a shorter option hangs back it's the low ball into Jack Sneelis gets a shot mm. away and it's blocked the clearance there is out towards Finn Brennan clears away and then Bell long over the top Sneelis might be offside here no he's, he's not he lays the ball off for Bell looking for the first time cross delivers it towards Devine and Georgie was up there at the back post looking for a goal but never fell for him bit of redemption eh Stan <laughs> <laughs> yeah a couple last season that winner against Rushton and Diamonds will live long in the memory won't it so goalless in these early stages. If you'd like to get in touch with us today, you can drop us a tweet at Cardi Freddy or at Hitchintown FC or use the chat feature uh, on the HGFC Radio website and come and say hello. Here's Lewis Barker then back in the side on the right side uh, of that defence. And good to see him back. He was excellent last season. Yeah. Well, Churchill will fight him on the beaches, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what he did. <laughs> And was able to hurt himself in the process. Yeah, here's Barker over the top, looking for Divine. Big strong header away from James Sage, and then Gouveia mm. just clattered from behind in a bit of pain as well. Stephen Gleason and Luke Pyman just sort of pat each other on the back, but this is not good to see. Gouveia down here, and Barker standing over him with the referee. Stephen Gleason absolutely seething about something. Well, I'll tell you why, because Pyman's had a little nibble at him as well. I just saw as he as he sort of walked over him, he sort of gave him a little dig with the foot. So that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, Leighton eager, of course. Gouveia, someone with that injury history, of course. We saw of Elliot Lisler, you know, on Tuesday how it's so so much harder to see when a player goes down. The physio's been called on. He's back up on one knee now. No, it's gone back down. And oh, yeah, no. now sitting down again. Bradley bows the ball in hand, and we will have a, a brief stoppage here. Goalless in the first four minutes. And Gouveia lying down. He was one of those who you thought may well have been rested tonight. Yeah, but here he is, and uh, it's not good to see him down. He's, uh, it's, it's, I think it might be uh, to do with a knee. Yeah, he was just caught from behind at, a, at one of those. Where he, he was sort of turned at a a bit of an angle and I was keeping my eye on Gleeson because he's just gone walking over to uh, to Pyman and, and just had a little a little yeah. word and uh, Pyman walked away sheepishly John Alban the goalie coaches on with a water bottle Charlie Horlock's there Gouveia back up now and he's going to continue so there, there's a 
probably as much as you don't want to single out players for, for people who you don't want to see go down injured no. he's absolutely one of them he's walking off in pain and he's going to be able to continue right down in front of us hopefully you can run that off yeah it's one of those so early on in the game as well but Bell will take the free kick the referee blows the whistle Juveo's just going to wait That's and he's ball. back out to the pitch straight away here's Snealis afforded some space on the edge of the box nice bit of skill laying it off again Bell with the first time cross mm. and it's cleared up and over the head of Daly in goal by Charlie Patterson and out for another hitch in town corner Guvea may not risk taking it I guess for the moment <laughs> no he's still walking very gingerly isn't he on that one that must have must have hurt saw a roll and roll off sub of course in the Luton game and I'm not sure we're going to be relaxed enough to see those uh, this evening never know but would be handy anyway for Diogo Guvea I'm sure he, he would wish that but he's going to take the corner Still jogging rather gingerly, but he always seems to be anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he's, he's, there's not much meat on him, is there? Not much <laughs> meat on the bone there. Is <laughs> he's very, very quick and very skillful, as we know. Five gone at Bell Close. Guvea to take the corner. It's floated up towards the middle of the box, oh. and Daly's able to flap it away. Does well in the end, the goalkeeper. He knew straight away he was going to come for it. Back to Lane Eady, delivering oh dear, a very Lane. deep and high cross. Georgie's at the back post, and the flag goes up against him before the ball was cleared away anyway that was a deep one from Lane wasn't it yeah. I thought it was going to go out could have really gone anywhere probably those as a goalkeeper you never really want to see those coming in they, they could go anywhere and yeah, you no. don't want to be claiming those don't like the high ones where mm. you're looking up in the sky they're not the goalkeeper's favourites so Daly then he played senior football with uh, Buckingham Athletic last season came through Leicester's Academy and then of course had that spell of MK Irish at under 18 level last season and that 6-0 Youth Cup defeat for Hitchin. He's hoping for a, a better outcome in the friendly, of course, this evening. He stopped it being double figures, mate, if I remember rightly. Mm, yeah, there are a couple towards the end of saves, I think. Yeah, Divine looking for the header. Nodded down by the captain, James Sage. Announced today as Leighton's new, newest signing from Newport Pagdale Town. He played in both FA Vars finals and he's one of many experienced players and he's taken the captain's armband straight away. He's the header there for trialist day for Hitchin back to Georgie clears away on that uh, left foot up towards George Devine and now Lane Eady running forward to challenge for the ball with Ethan Flanagan who clears over the head of Georgie there's a half attempt to run towards it for Alfie Powell but he's not going to get there and there's a my memory serves me right a first touch for Charlie Horlock in the blue goalkeeper strip yeah you could be right trialist day then in the middle of the defence Georgie on the left Barker on the right and the ball cleared away onto that Cricket pitch out towards those wickets right in the middle. Just avoiding the net and a throw in for the Canary. So seven gone. Leighton nil, Hitchin nil. I wonder how many balls end up over there on the cricket pitch during yeah. the game and vice versa. That's not a, be a nice good way. six to get it over that net and into here. But Wouldn't it? Rather easier to clear a football out that way and be some effort to get a tennis ball from that court over yeah. here as Horlock comes a long way and that one that one's has been sent long but it stays in play towards Jack Sneelis and the referee just said because Sneelis didn't jump for the ball and he didn't go up for that header which the later man did he's been penalised and it's going to be a free kick for the home side nil-nil yeah Sneelis getting stuck in as we know he does he, he does love a bit of action knew he was probably going to be out jumped by the Leighton defender there he will They're big fellas, take the free they? kick Alfie Powell to take nice flick on 
Yeah, nodded down now by Sneelis. Chip back out wide to Patterson. He delivers the ball. It's headed over by Finley Brennan. And then a really good header from Charlie State. The shot comes in from range. From Luke Pyman, the man who was involved in that altercation with Guvair. And it's flashed wide. Quite a long way in the end, but sat up quite nicely for him. Yeah, listen, put your foot through it. I'm sure he's been told by, his, uh, by the governor to get your mm. foot through it if you get a chance. Yeah, first game for Leighton Town then under the management uh, of Gary Flynn. Sure, the fans are excited to see him come in. Of course, a big loss of Lee Bertram going to division rivals now. Bedford Town relegated from Hitchens Southern Premier Central last season, but that's right. He has been replaced well at Bell Close. Barking out, nice turn by Charlie Miller who lays the ball mm. off for Gleason. She's playing a little more in front of Gleason is Miller, and he can now run forward. Going to be that box-to-box role perhaps for him this evening. Edie down the left, looking for Miller. There it is. A long way offside. In the end, he keeps the ball nice. in play. No, he will play on, and Miller will deliver the cross. Bell's there, the back post bomber, but it doesn't quite fall to him. The defender just got enough of a header to it. Did now it? Guvea delivering the cross, headed away. It's going to fall for Lane Edie. Takes it down, finding Gleason. Barker was making something of a run down the right. Miller turns, steadies himself, chips the ball no. straight to a Leighton man in that sort of left-back role. Not the option in the end, but some nice, nice movement there from Miller. Yeah, it was. Now he said, "I say this is looking sharp." We was talking about him earlier on, weren't we? And I just mm. said, "There's this just something about him. I'm not sure what it is yet, but uh, hopefully he can be fruitful." Yeah, younger brother Liam currently on trial with Boreham Wood. Played against West Ham, the likes of Jared Bowen and all those guys the other day. Right. Here's Sneelis finding Stephen Gleeson, trying to go wide to Bradley Bell. Been Hitchin who've controlled the opening 10 minutes of this game, but it remains goalless at Bell Close. And a Leighton man just running too far. The ball, Finley Brennan, uh, down in front of us. One of quite a few signings that Gary Flynn has brought in. You can see that so often managerial turnover brings with it such high player turnover as well. Bell with a throw in. Gleason straight through to George Devine he rose well got his head to the ball and all Leighton can do is clear it out to their dugout for another Hitchin throw in good pressure from Hitchin early on in this game nice to see yeah attacking down both flanks well Bell certainly getting forward and now Devine turning Hit bit it. of space for him on the edge of the box onto his left foot he's going to find Lane Eady going for goal first time and that's up and over the stand and out for a, a goal kick yeah want to see Devine put his foot through it yeah, I think he's a right footer, isn't he? And the defender just didn't quite give him enough space. But no. you could certainly see he was wanting to get a shot away. The second it was, he found a bit of space, but never felt that it quite came for him. George Devine. Yeah, no, the uh, the Leighton defender Kate kept him on his on his left. Daly then, his Leighton play up from the back. Sneed is going to pressure the centre back who goes long. Georgie's there, and he can just shepherd the ball behind for. Uh, another throw for the Canaries Georgie to take Edie just down the line Georgie into Devine he's dropped off late and just switching off there for a moment and Hitchnev got some space to work mm. with and the ball doesn't find Edie it's a big clearance away from Ethan Flanagan now trial is day for Hitchin big header away again physical from the Leighton man the referee sees nothing wrong with it though and now Miller again on the half turn but he's shown too much of it uh, to Luke Pyman Wide now for Leighton again. Into Pyman, but just missing him. And Sneelis is back there defending. Does well, laying it off for Georgiou. Going for the big switch towards Gouveia. And that is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous ball control from Diogo <laughs> Gouveia to take that down. 
where you will upset him and, you, and you're going to get it. Miller, he's just, yeah, just held off a bit too forcefully by his man, but he was almost looking the other way, turning away from the ball and just brought it down to the outside of his heel. It'll be up on his Instagram tomorrow morning, I can guarantee you that, yeah. but just lovely. <laughs> yeah, it will be. But that's that's what he brings to the table, isn't it, Gouveia? He's got a big box of tricks and he's not afraid to use them, is he? We asked him about who's got the best ball control on the squad and he was very humble about it, but Toby Symes said, absolutely, it's Diogo. Here's Bell, left-footed cross this time, oh. no one reaching it for Hitchin, almost falls for Gleeson, him in. and Pyman doing battle again, it falls for Gleeson, tries to chip one over towards Devine, he may well have been offside anyway, and Leighton clear, Barker now wrestling <laughs> with Albie <laughs> Hall, good to see Barker back, Hall can't believe he's been penalised, no, Hitchin well wants to take the free kick quickly, they're not going to in the end, but it's going to be a good battle there between those two. Yeah, they're both smiling at each other, but Barker knew, yeah, knew he won one a there. clinical striker in Hall and a... A very experienced and canny defender, <laughs> Lewis Barker. Every non-league club, every club's got to have a Lewis Barker. <laughs> Gouveia will take the free kick just inside the late in half. Nil-nil. Been Hitchens' game so far, that's for sure. Yeah, it certainly has. But uh, in Leighton's, uh, you know, they've, they've defended it well. Gouveia floating one in. Look for Charlie Stay. Headed down. Barker tries to get there up against Patterson, who can clear and again, it's that sort of narrow pitch that any clearance that's slightly mm. diverted one way or the other, it just flies out for a throw-in. Yeah, it makes the centre circle look huge, mm. doesn't it? Yeah, you have to work hard as a full-back to keep that ball in play. You've got to be precise going down the line. 14 gone and goalless at Bell Close. Eady takes the throw-in down into Jack Sneelis. Gives it back out to Lane Eady, the former Harlow man, and now Sneelis again. Finding Gouveia on the turn, just showed too much of it to Pyman, who just sticks He's it behind and Gouveia's gone down. Another just must have been just a little bit of contact by Pyman, who just cleared the ball. Is Nothing wrong with the challenge at all. And no. Gouveia's down, hands on heads, and I think it might well be time for him to get off and, and yeah, put yeah. his feet in, in ice or cotton wool or whatever. Whatever's going to help wool, him. Yeah, sub the refs, the refs call in. That's going to be the end of... Diogo Gouveia's night after 15 minutes. We saw that lovely ball control a moment ago, and he is. Well, that'll be interesting looking at the bench. Yeah. 12 goals last season for Gouveia. Hitchens' top scorer. Leighton's top scorer hit 60. 60. Leon Lobjoy, quite remarkable, earning him a move to Daventry Town. Should have earned him a move to Chelsea. They need a striker. <laughs> yeah, there'd be a few clubs who'd have been looking at his form, of course, and Gouveia now going to yeah, come off and Hitchin just deciding who's going to come on so 15 minutes and out for Diogo Gouveia who unwraps the tape around his wrist and still walking gingerly off still probably feeling the effects of that very early challenge from yeah. Pyman yeah, Gleese, see Gleese is he's having a little nibble with Pyman he's, mm. he's probably not asking him for his phone number <laughs> yeah, Gouveia coming off Charlie Horlock just asking about the extent of the injury. Of course, luckily for Hitchin, there is no game. No. Uh, on the weekend, they return in action against Stopfold, where everyone will be battered and bruised, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. No such thing of a friendly. In that one. I can see Mark Campbell as well, Marek, down in the dugout. Yeah, I can see. of Hitchin's new development squad coaches and down there helping out and coaching tonight. As he deserves to be. Mm. He's been an absolute pioneer for Hitchin youth and he deserves to take the step up. Of course, been commentating with us plenty of times over the last few years. Knows the club incredibly well. Yeah, from root from mm. root level. 
and he's been the person they've they've wanted to to bring in to do this role in the uh, development squad. And there is the replacement. It's number fourteen. James uh, Campbell. It's not James Campbell. Not, no. <laughs> I can tell you that for free. So we're not sure who it is. Um, tattooed arms, anyway. And he comes on, and we'll be back underway then to Gouveia. Uh, going off, unfortunately, and played half of the game on Tuesday night. And we'll last 15 tonight as Miller crosses the ball in. Just over the head of Bell and behind for uh, a hitching throw-in. Picking up the non-league nation pen, of course. Our half-time guest today will be the wonderful uh, Zach Neal to talk things all, thing, all things non-league football with Zach. Very hard-working young man he like is, yourself, Freddie. Really. so many games, does Zach. He's also doing highlights here today. Hopefully he got that bit of Gouveia ball control. Sneelis turning the edge of the box. Bent a shot in on his left foot towards the top corner. It's just around the post. Daly was at full stretch and wasn't getting there. No, it's, it's, it's getting closer, isn't he? Mm. Jack in the box. Great effort there from Sneelis. Just turning on the edge of the box and bent that wide. So Hitchin having to adjust without uh, Diogo Gouveia in this game then. Well, the number 14, who we don't know his name, has just gone over to the right-hand side mm. where, where Gouveia was. So Diving ahead of him, trialist A, Georgiou can clear. And out behind for another uh, Leighton Town throw-in. Just in front of Stan Georgiou's dad, Steve. And apparently Stan was on, giving it a ticking off by Stan's nanan. <laughs> an angry email telling him off after that red card. Flick through here. Violating and into the hands of... Uh, Charlie Horlock, who clears, looking up for George Devine, who doesn't get his head to the ball, it's headed through from James Sage. And now Bradley Bell picking the ball up. Well, we'll try and catch up with Mark afterwards, perhaps, yeah. and talk to him about this new development squad, as well as talking to first-team manager Mark Burke. Of course, it's a, a really important development at Topfield, and, of course, down at the arena, where all of that work happens. Sneelis now. Spreading the ball through for that number 14. Sneelis oh. takes it down again. And Not he goes interested. down, but no real appeals from his teammate for the foul there. And Leighton clearance is straight towards Charlie Horlock. Of course, a lot of clicking, a lot of bonding for this Leighton squad for, to do. They'll have been training lots and getting used to each other. But all of the, these new signings, it's not just going to click straight away in this first friendly. Here's Edie Miller. Oh, it's a great switch. Looking for Bradley Bell, who's just going to keep it oh. in. No, he's not. The touch just lets him down. It's out for a, a late and throw in. Just giving Mark Campbell the thumbs up there. He just looks across and uh, clocked us. <laughs> throw in then for Leighton. Yeah, Ollie Blackmore-Reed uh, will take it. Down the line, looking for Albie Hall, who flicks this one forward on towards... Sorry, Watkinson on towards Albie Hall. Hitchin win the ball back and Horlock's there. 20 gone. Leighton Town nil. Hitchin Town nil. Now try list A then. Mop of curly hair. Who was it, it? Who was it we compared him to earlier, Marek? An 80s comedian, you said. No, no it was uh, Steve Georgie that said, yeah, Gene Wilder. <laughs> he said, I'm not going to take the blame for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, that's all yours, mate. Bradley Bell with the throw in. Sneelis and Devine down the line. Bell with the ball in hand. Sneelis is there. Those very short socks. 
Bell takes the throw and into Divine, chesting it down straight away. He's put under pressure. Simpson, Simpson snapping at his heels and throwing again. Goes the way of Leighton. Down by Gary Flynn's dugout, overseeing proceedings there. Of his That's a throw, look Coaching staff, great throw down the line. We were saying earlier about this yeah. narrow pitch. You need a long throw in taker. And it seems Leighton have got one for Wally Blackmore-Reed. The 14 tries to come forward again for Hitchin, the nameless man. Hitchin will win a throw in. Down the left-hand side. So just a, a little bit more of a lull in this game, perhaps, at the moment. 14 again. And to Lane Eady. Now Charlie Miller coming forward. Lays it off for Eady again. Sneelis just drops off. And now Miller again. He's toying with that offside line. But again the flag stays down. Gets the cross in. Comes back out to him. Eady now to Miller. And this time he is flagged offside. And he, he's been dancing with the devil a couple of times there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Maybe got away with a couple. And that one was, was way too obvious. Yeah, yeah. So Leighton definitely holding her own down here. Mm. Daily to take. He texted Mark, who was a sub. Yeah. Excellent work. Well, you know. Got our man in the dugout. Yeah. <laughs> Daily then will take the uh, free kick after that offside. Flicked on, and it's all just two. Easy. Route one, really, for Leighton at the moment. Charlie Horlock can pick the ball up with ease and well, throw it out to, to Lewis Barker. I was going to say they look a bit like Stoke City, actually, but, I was, <laughs> you know. They don't deserve that. No, they don't. No, that was just that was just me having a little bit of a banter. Charlie staying out, spreading the ball through into nice. Sneedless on the turn. Ed making his way down the left-hand side. Fourteen waiting to make his move through the middle as is Divine and then Bell at the back post. Uh -huh. Ed drives into the middle though, holds the ball up and in the uh -huh. end finds Miller, who's well challenged by the Leighton man, and Look now they that. can break. It's 2-1-4 though and it's played straight up into Watkinson and the offside flags up immediately. Excellent work from trialist A again. He had his eye on it and as soon as the uh, ball went through his hand was up. Mm. Hitching coming forward through Edy again. Fairly narrow pitch but the wing backs are getting a lot of involvement here. The gentleman's name is Brian Testerlin. He's one of the ones that uh, so, uh, down the... Uh, down there <laughs> no one yeah I've got no one down on the team sheet anyway but interesting old name one of those I had to check I mean it's our prank name for the moment but sure, <laughs> I don't think be. so in here come oh, Leighton Town into the box as Albie Hall trial stay they can't get there still going into the box in well the end Georgiou George. and Barker able to do the defending and then Georgiou just shifts past his man and is able to clear the ball away mate you've got to, you've got to have a shot sorry that number 10's got to put his foot through that earlier Here's Carl Daly throwing the ball out then. Yeah, good opportunity. First chance really for Albie Hall into the box and Watkinson linking up as well. But Georgiou, he was just shown too much of the ball, as you said. Yeah, they should, Leighton should be one up. Mm. Lee said there, first shot on target after the one from Pyman flashed wide earlier on. Love a long ball over the top. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jones straight away has hit, had his invisible offside flag up and the linesman quickly followed suit here's Barker into Belt finding Devine lovely turn away from his man and he's just pushed over there by Ollie Blackmore-Reed 
Well done, Georgie boy. And Bell will take the free kick. Testerlin, did you say it was, the 14? Yeah. Trialist B or C. Oh. <laughs> Could well, be that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We don't want to give away the identity of the trialist, of course. Truly. So we can, we can call him a trialist. Yeah. I'm sure we won't mind either B or C. We'll, we'll go B <laughs> because he's Brian that is called Brian. Trialist B, that'll do. Yeah, there are a couple named on the bench anyway, and I, I can only presume he's probably one of those. Throw him for Leighton, then down the line, and flick forward now by Jake Watkinson. Oh, Barker coming Barker. in field now, plays it around his man, but doesn't link up with George Devine. Again, the clearance from Leighton is just straight back into Hitchin territory. Horlock now across to Stan Georgiou. And now Lane Eady for Hitchin. Nil-nil at Bell Close. 25 minutes gone uh, in the first half. Nice even encounter, but Hitchin probably just shading it. Bell down the line. Into uh -huh. Sneelis. Time for him to work into, but he can't quite get control of the ball. It's just not linking up now. So much was coming through Guvea before he went off injured in the 15th minute. If you are just joining us, involved in a really poor collision, really, with Luke Pyman and then... Sort of one more altercation where Pyman cleared the ball cleanly but was able to just obviously catch Gouveia in one way or another and yeah. that was the end of his evening. Yeah, Gouveia just, I, I think just Gouveia just had enough of him and thought, uh, you know what, I'm not going to stay on here any longer. Strong clearance from Barker and Watkinson was just in the way of that. Barker's foot caught him as he cleared the ball. So just leaving one in a little bit there, Jake Watkinson. 26 goals last season for him at Newport Pagnell, following Gary Flynn across to Leighton. One of those who played in both of the games at Wembley. Gold medal one year and silver the next. Gleeson just fakes to take the free kick quickly. Trialist A comes up and stands over it, right in the middle of the centre circle. Goes across to Lewis Barker. Devines forward. Barker finds Bell. Still goalless. Barker's clearance is straight. The cross even. Straight to Blackmore. Uh, Reed and now Gleeson taking the ball down. Might go all the way back into Charlie Horlock, and he does. Mm -hmm. Horlock now finding Stan Georgiou. Edie out on the left-hand side and picks up possession. Back into Georgiou uh, once again. And, and now trialist A. Across now into Barker again. Still goalless. Turn now, now is Bell and... Barker down the right-hand side, up to Devine, looking to turn. Oh, and it's a good bit of defending there by the Leighton man, running back in, Finley Brennan. And Bell will take the throw in. At Bell close. Yeah, he's in his home ground. <laughs> <laughs> Bell then into Charlie Miller. And again, Leighton shut the ball down quickly through Finley Brennan. and Throw in for the Canaries once again. 4-0 yeah, win a couple of years ago here in uh, Bedfordshire. Sneelis coming back in and plays the ball all the way back to trialist day. He's been training with the squad the last few weeks and gets a go tonight to start. Edie now floating one long up towards George Devine who gets his head to the ball, into the box now, takes it on his left foot and Daly just lets it go wide quite comfortably in the end but Devine did really well, not only to get his head to the ball but to be able to get a shot away but it was on his weaker foot. Yeah it was, Yeah, but uh, like you say, good reactions, get the shot in straight away early, don't give the goalkeeper a chance to think but uh, that one was always going wide. Yeah, just couldn't get the power there George Devine but 
nice enough move from the former Bickleswade and Colney Heath man. Always been a goal scorer throughout his career and that's what he hopes to bring to this Hitchin team. Yeah, love to see it. Daly then. Up and over the top, header away mm. by trial estate. Gleason gets there with Miller watching on. Nice bit of skill, but Sneelis wasn't happy. He's able mm. to clear the ball away from Seb Simpson. And now all the way back into uh, Daly. Sneelis again puts the pressure on Simpson and Daly clearing the ball under pressure from Devine up towards Patterson. He takes the ball down. George mm. gets his head to it and there's tracking for trialist day. His pace is tested. He comes out on top though. Horlock swings his foot through the clearance and Sneelis is running in behind. It's well watched though. Onto the head of James Sage. Devine goes down. We'll play on. And Leighton can clear. Sage up and over the top. Flicked on uh, by Albie Hall. He'll get another chance here. Trial well had to get the clearance right, and he did. <laughs> now Bradley Bell can bring the ball forward. A couple of oh. important interventions at the back for Hitchin. Nice now from Devine trying to turn, and again, four snapping at the heels, and this time the referee says play on again. For Trial Day lunges in, nowhere near the ball, doesn't get the ball or the man. Cross comes in, and it nearly mm. falls for Watkinson. The referee's going to point to the spot. And for the second game <laughs> in a row, it. Stan Georgiou has given away a penalty. <laughs> He's not going to be sent off for this one, but the referee said that he did enough to wrestle his man down. The ball was long gone. The ball had gone past him, really, but enough contact from Georgiou. And it's one of those you might well say, if it's in the middle of the pitch, you're probably going to flag for a foul. But 10 seconds earlier, we saw the referee wave away a similar appeal. So Exactly that. Who and knows? Well, all I know is that Stan's nan Anne has got her <laughs> computer out and she'll yeah. be sending him an email as we speak. Uh, and he'll have no supper tonight. Very interesting. Two similar fouls against George Devine turned down in the lead up to that. Yeah. And then Georgie penalised. No card, but it's going to be Albie Hall in the 31st minute. The chance to send Leighton Town in front. He steps up. It's going to Go be right-footed. Very slow run-up. He's walking up to the ball. Oh, and it's gone through Charlie Horlock, who's punching himself. It, it was saveable. really was, but... It, it crept through Horlock in the end, diving down to his left. And yeah. it's 1-0, the first goal of the Gary Flynn era at Leighton Town. Score from the penalty spot by Albie Hall. Yeah, there you go. Chazel got, the, got it right. He went left. I saw, I saw the geezer have a little look to the left. It was one of, one of my little tricks. And uh, he went the right way and uh, it was just cheekily tucked away uh, by the Leighton man. Fair play to him. They're one up. So Albie Hall then from the penalty spot and... Hitchin will be kicking themselves. You can see why they were probably quite aggrieved with that penalty. But it, it shows if you're going to get physical in the penalty box, then you know yep. you are going to be pulled for it. And Georgie did have hands on the on the body of the striker who was trying to get to the ball. The referee took a long time to make the decision and point to the spot. And Hall was there. It took so long to, to well, I say run up, walk up to the ball to even take it. He was able to place it in the end, but I'm sure Hallock won't be happy. Well, I did say they had a goal in them. So Leighton lead. Gleason in the centre circle then. Floating one forward and it's just headed out for a hitch and throw in. Frustration then for the Canaries really. Yeah. Just need to keep building, just keep it nice and tight. Here comes Sneelis onto his right foot. Drills mm. a shot in. Brilliant sliding block though by the Leighton man. 
Well, they've been easy to get past some of those defenders. They really do put their bodies on the line. As does this man, Trialist oh, no. David. He's given the ball away. It's not a convincing clearance. Brennan into the box, goes for goal and hits the post. You'd have bet your house at him squaring the ball, but he went for goal. He's going to get the cross in, though. To oh, it's about this time. Enough. And that's the link-up that they wanted five seconds ago. But they got the second chance when it was nowhere near as easy. He whipped the cross in this time, and it was headed home by his strike partner, Jake Watkinson. Hate to say it, but it's Giorgio again. He's got the wrong side of his man, and the num big number nine has just squeezed himself in front of him. He'll be kicking himself at the moment, Stan. He needs to get his head together. Two goals in three minutes for Leighton Town. We saw them come quickly for Stevenage on Tuesday. Happened again on Thursday. Watkinson doubling Leighton's lead. And as I say, it really had to be squared by Hall, you'd have thought, on that left foot. Yeah, really, when and it then first he came hit, in. And he hit the post, the ball pinged back out to him, he got the cross in, and Watkinson was there to head it home. Great goal. Now Georgie just guided it past Charlie Hall, like a really well-placed header, and Leighton are all of a sudden in pre-season dreamland here against Hitchin in a rather even game. But Albie Hall scoring in his first game in a, a Leighton shirt, and Watkinson now following him, the two former... Newport Pagnell players scoring under their old and now new manager. Brilliant. In their new surroundings, the Leighton Strike Partnership. Still working. Mm, absolutely. Two tall players and Barker now heading it down here. Hall and Watkinson, the scorers. Hitching nil, Leighton Town two. Do not adjust your sets. Clear forward and over the top. Such a sudden turnaround in this game as Bell clears on away. Headed through now, oh. that's going to be a high foot against Laney. To be fair to the Leighton man, Charlie Patterson, he knows yeah, the yeah, physio's yeah. going to come on. Patterson held up his hand immediately and he, he's continuing to apologise to, to Edie and the referee, really. And there's no malice towards him from Hitchin as well, but the physio's quickly on. The referee's just saying to Patterson, just calm that down. And I don't think he's going to be booked, but... No, it was a, it was a cross between Laneedy's low head and his mm. high kick, wasn't it? Yeah, they kind of met of each other in the middle, so he's got a right to go for yeah. the ball. Edie's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just pulling up his socks now and adjusting those, and he shakes the hand of Patterson, has a little drink, and we'll, we'll be all good to continue in, in a moment. But Leighton fans, if you're listening in, you must be delighted with how this game's panning out. I think the beer is getting slung around in the in the bar. I can see it. <laughs> Two goals in three minutes. Hall and Watkinson, the goal scorers. Here's Bradley Bell then, just inside his own half. I'm going to send up Trialist A and stand Georgie forward up and over the halfway line and into the box. Ten minutes to go until half-time. Bell then. Very unlikely. Yeah. Up and over the top, it's long. Carl Daly's going to have a look at this. He's able to claim really well in the end. Georgie tumbles into the back of the net, but one of those, you'd have thought maybe he's going even over the head of Daly, but he watched it all the way and took it well as Bell does really well, heading the ball out under pressure from Brennan. Good goalkeeping and then some even better defending there from Bell. Yeah, no, don't, don't mess with Bradley Bell, not on his own ground. Wide now and chipped over the top by Finley Brennan. Really nice link up again. <laughs> Watkinson back to Hall. And this Unlucky. time he stumbles. He's almost up that mound that goes up towards the little food outlet on that far side. 
But again, those two, you can tell, you know, bringing across that strike partnership from Newport Pagnell and they, they're quickly linking up in Leighton colours too. Yeah, they, he, just, he just lost his footings really unlucky because uh, there, was, there was players in the box. His striking partner was in the box as well. Georgie to Miller now. Through the middle and finding Jack Sneelis. George Devine making their run forward as well. Bell now coming down the right. Another really good tackle. Leighton have improved as this first half has gone on mightily. Yeah, they look very good. Blackmore Reed, who's done well at left back, doing the defending there. Bell will take the throw in. Sneelis and Devine are close. The trialist and the number 14 shirt. A little further. Here's. Divine in the 11 goes past his opposite number delivers the That's cross on. and it's into the back of the net and it is that man the number 14 who gets the goal back for Hitchin and the Canaries without a flicker of a celebration from anyone no, are suddenly ain't. back in the game I was almost expecting the ref to say it was, a, it, was a, uh, it was offside or something like that because they're not really celebrating the goal at all are they that's Strange. one of the downsides of being a trialist is that we <laughs> we don't get to say your name when you score but he was there right place at the right time nice assist as well for George Devine delivering the low cross and all the number 14 had to do was just divert it into the back of the net so all of a sudden it's 2-1 yeah well we wanted goals and we're, we're getting them Devine will be pleased with his involvement there burst into the box after that move from Bradley Bell so Leighton 2, Hitchin 1 now. Eight minutes to go before half-time. Again, Barker wrestles with Watkinson. Up and over the top now and trialist eight with defending to do. And he just sees it behind for a Hitchin goal kick in the end. Well done. Warlock now taking it quickly to Stan Georgie. You know, rare sort of, you don't want to say poor patch of form, but... Rare to, you know, have negative words about him usually. But yeah, it's very unusual, but uh, that's where he is uh, at, at the moment. And like I say, hopefully he can get his head sorted and get back into the game. He's divine. Definitely at that age where, you know, you can, I like to think he can just brush off, you know, that red car for one. And of course, you know, it's pre-season. Yeah. Which does do a lot of the, the lifting if you don't, if you are struggling or if you have been sent off. Barker. Oh dear. Just gives the ball straight to Blackmore Reed at left back. He's going to come forward. Straightens the brick wall of Lewis Barker and out for a late and throw in, according to the referee. Mark Burke not happy with Barker and Bell for no. one thing or another there. But it's so cramped down there in front of the technical area. And Hitchin have got a good five, six, or seven coaches in there, of the two from the development squad included. Yeah. Throw in for Blackmore Reed. Into the middle and chested down. Played along by uh, Pyman. Spread across then for a Leighton Town throw in. Six to go until half time. Do you stay with us and we'll be joined by uh, Zach Neal of nonleagueNation.com. As you say, he's filming the highlights today, so you'll be able to catch up on the proceedings uh, tomorrow when that's up. Good header away here by Lane Eady, and Leighton will have. Uh, another throw 2-1 then 6 minutes before half time Hall scoring from the penalty spot in the 31st Watkinson 2 minutes later heading home and then 4 minutes after that as there's a foul violated man in the box and then the ball ending up in the back of the net after the free kick was given 4 minutes later the number 14 I'll try this beat as we're calling him 
was able to just glance home uh, an excellent low cross from George Devine. Well, it gives the ball to Barker from the free kick, returning into Hitchin Colours today after that little injury for Lewis Barker. I'd love, to know, um, I'd love to know what Mark Burke said to him or screamed at him mm, down there. Yeah, I wasn't happy with something, man. Mark Burke, Barker and Bell. And yeah, good view of the technical area from our vantage point here at Bell Close. Georgie smashing this clearance away up towards Sneelis again. It's physical, but it's fair by Blackmore Reed, who does well, and Leighton can come forward once again. And they're going to be in and goal. It's played across. It oh. could have been 3 1. It's going it to be 3 1 now. <laughs> I think it might well go down as an own goal. Albie Hall forcing an excellent save from Charlie Horlock and the ball's bounce of someone into the back of the net. Nothing Horlock could have do. He no. made a good first save and it's going to go down, I think, as a hitching own goal. Hall will, you know, really take the credit for it, but... Yeah, a lo lovely a bit of move. slice of luck in the end. Again from the Newport Pagnell pair, you know, they, they really are ripping hitching apart at the moment on their own, really, aren't they? Leighton free hitching one, not the prettiest goal. I've got would that have been if, Yeah, <laughs> If Hall had smashed in the first one, it would have been a very pretty goal. But Hall up making the save and it pinged yeah. off someone into the back of the net. Going to see a change here uh, for Leighton. Lee Cooksey is going to be introduced just before half-time. And he's going to replace Ollie Blackmore-Reed, who is warmly applauded. It's had a good game. And uh, Cooksey is introduced, the experienced defender. Mm. And he's right on into the middle at centre-back. And Alfie Powell will move over. Uh, to left back Edie now as you say we, we asked for goals and they've come in the order that Hitchin fans wouldn't have hoped for now Barker up to Gleeson wide down into Bradley Bell who was under a bit of pressure turns away from his man the ball stays in so hard for the assistant to look down the line when there are so many yeah, late coaches sort of standing down in front of him sure now Sneelis Wide to Edie, looks up, tries to ping the ball into Devine and does Devine. Yes. Chesting it down into the box. Going up against his man, Needs looking to turn is George Devine. Laid off for Lane Edie. Down the left-hand side, it's a decent cross. Sneelis flicks it, Bell oh. edits it over the bar. The diving effort in there from Bradley Bell. <laughs> and oh, it's just mate. wide, you'd have loved if that nestled in there. Oh, we'd have, we'd have certainly loved it over here as well, just to put the score a little bit closer, you know, for half-time, but... Uh, yeah, come on, Hitchin, that's what you need to do. Pick yourself up and, and, and have a go at them. Well, Leighton have credited the goal to Albie Hall. So, it, yeah, well, they've got the videos as well. So we'll, we'll give it to Hall again. That's his brace. Brilliant. Just ten minutes it took for him to complete that one and suddenly on a hat-trick on his Leighton debut. Brilliant. Out into the stands then for another Hitchin throw. A couple of minutes to go before half-time. Canary's losing Gouvea in the 15th minute to injury. His replacement, though, the trialist B with the Canary's goal. But they trail by three goals to one. As this one's cleared away and out into the stand. Another throw uh, for the Canaries. Last league meeting between these two sides. 12 years ago now, in 2011. That one was a 3-2 win for Leighton at Bell Close. A reverse fixture, though, Hitchin won 5-0 uh, at top field. Clearance away here by the substitute Cooksey and Leighton win the throw in via a Hitchin man. Mm. All a bit subdued and, and quiet for Hitchin. We 
knew it would be difficult with a change side, but the Canaries did start the game well. You know, you'd probably say the opening 15, 20 minutes they were were dominant, but yeah. now Leighton have, have clicked into gear, and that strike partnership is going to cause some problems for many a defence this season. And they're in, they're in Stockfold's league, are they? Yeah, so both of them in Stockfold promoted oh, from oh, oh. step five to four. That'll be good. Here's Divine. Finished 14 points clear of Stockfold. Did Leighton in the end as Barker pops the ball to Bell down the right. Does well, does Bradley Bell. Finding George Devine. He can drive forward towards the edge of the box. Not Leighton like to get that. a shot away, but no one gave him a man on call. And he was just dispossessed from behind. Miller's back in there. Leighton clear up towards uh, Wadkinson up front. Barker now looking to clear. It's deflected right. and slammed out into the stand just to our left. 30 seconds left of the first half. Gleason looking to take the throw in. Absolutely seething again. Is Stephen Gleason. Not happy, is he? I think it's Lewis Barker he's a bit annoyed yeah. at. Barker almost just muttering under his breath there as well, but he picks up the ball from Gleason. Now trialist Ava Hitching in the middle of that defence. I'd like to be a fly on the wall in Hitchin's dressing room at half time. Miller across to Barker. Gleason must have heard the impression that LV did of him in that little interview <laughs> that we did. <laughs> Could be it, you know. Got Snee. Sneeless now, oh. looking for Divine again. It's well defended. The referee just checks his watch. We'll continue for the moment. Charlie Stay gets to the ball. He's going to play no. it back to Hall. Look, Watkinson's there, and Hall has to do well. Not filling us with confidence, Charlie Stay, at the moment. In the no. of that defence as Georgie pings it wide to Lane Eady. Added on time at the end of the first half. Leighton 3 1 to the good here at Bell Close he started well you know trialist day but he's just sort of gone a little bit shaky yeah I think the especially this strike partnership they've just sensed a bit of a weakness in him in the middle of that defence and they're pouncing on everything they can mm. throwing for Georgie for Hitchin see that's what a good striker will do mm. you know he'll, he'll sniff it out and uh, and they look deadly then too Sneelis has been one of Hitchin's better performers so far Lane Eady now into Georgie again Miller trying to turn just keeps things simple, doesn't he, at times, Charlie Miller? It's yeah, the I like to go about it when your team are training sometimes. Just get yourself back into the game. Gleason now to Bell. Go. Taking his, the football down the right-hand side. Cutting in field. Looking for the trial is B. Cleared away. Gleason might have a look. He goes wide instead to George Devine. Down the right flank towards the touchline. Delivers the cross. It's a good one, but it's headed away by Powell at the near post. Gleason gets his head to the ball and... It's powered forward. Still, we continue at the end of this first half and added on time. Barker chipping one towards Bell and Divine. The referee this time checks his watch once and twice, but still we play on with a hitch and throw in. Bell will take into Sneelis on the turn, back onto his right foot now. White to Bell again. Sneelis moves down the right-hand side. Bell looking up. Divine there as well. Sneelis... Gets oh, to the lovely. ball now. Bell into the box. Delivers the low cross. It might fall for D Divine. It will fall for Charlie Miller mm. who shoots. And it's too close to Daly. And that's the final act of the first half that belongs to Leighton Town. They've got three. Hitchin have got one. And that strike partnership looks really, really promising, Leighton Town fans. Yeah, they certainly did. They've literally torn through Hitchin's defence like tissue paper. Not once, not twice, but three times. Arguably, you could say it was uh, very fortunate for the goal to go in, but uh, they were there pressing, and they've, they've been absolutely annoying. And uh, like I said, I would like to be a fly on the dressing room at half-time and hear what they're going to say to these, these guys here. 
Yeah, one comment in on our website just saying has there been any subs for Hitchin? We've had Gouveia off and yeah. Trialis B on. Trialis B uh, getting the goal. Well, we will wait to be joined by Zach, and when he appears, of course, we'll, we'll bring him in. There he is, just as if by magic, we'll bring in uh, Zach Neal. From Topfield to Telford, ID.net's brilliant broadband is keeping HDFC Radio connected. Whether it's business, home or mobile broadband, ID.net has you covered, meaning your connection won't let you down. You're onto a winner with ID.net's local broadband. Visit ID.net.com to find the perfect package for you. Speak of the man, and he appears. Welcome to HTFC Radio, not for the first time. Uh, Zach Neal from nonleagenation.com. Zach, great to see you as always. How are you? Great to see you too. I'm very happy to be back on here. I'm doing very good at the moment. I'm, I think it's been a brilliant game so far, hasn't it? Yeah, been a, been a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think the start of the game it was completely dominated by Hitchin, but then they got that penalty and the game was completely like swung. But I think I think that Hitchin probably do deserve to. Not be three one down, but like maybe probably losing, but like mm. not not three one, not three one. Penalty for you, Zach. Yeah, I saw. I was filming it over there, and I saw it at first. It wasn't, but then he went through to try and get the ball, like slide through, and he took him out. Right. And I think that was a penalty. So yeah. Yeah, it was well converted in the end. Uh, interesting old run up as well, and it's stuff like that, I guess, Zach. As as you work on social media, of the clips you put out, and all of those, you know, quirky run ups or anything, these little flashpoints that you you must look at that and think that's a good bit of content to put up later, and you know, thinking clicks and views and all of that. No, I love it. I lo- if we go to a game and it's nil nil, but we see some like proper controversial stuff, I'll be well happy. Like it's. You, we've seen so much weird stuff like you won't believe like where we've been like right in front of it and seen mm. it all it's like we've seen some crazy things like so much so much stuff and just you know just getting around to the the local games nothing special in particular about yeah. uh, where where you look to go but uh, what's been your most viewed clip so far there's been, there's been a few uh, mm. nah it was at Biggleswade FC versus Didcot Town it, I, don't, I don't know why it went so viral I posted it on Instagram and it got 1.2 million views, and it was literally just a tackle. It was mm, wow. it was a tackle on a player, and it was probably a red card. It was given a yellow, but it got 1.2 million views, which was crazy. It can be the random ones, you know. Same with articles for us, you know, as well, and or sometimes podcasts or commentaries we put out, and you never quite know what's what's going to appeal to people. Um, Leighton, I was having a look at Leon Lobjoy earlier, and obviously he, you sort of kept an eye on on his season last year 60 goals I mean yeah. how is it possible I know Leighton played a lot of games last season but that's something else I don't know I, I was keeping track of uh, his games and stuff because I was kind of hoping to sign back for Bedford but um, he, he was he was brilliant like I watched one hit Leighton game last season and he wasn't even playing which is a shame but he's scored so many goals like I think I think he scored f- five in a game four in a game like mm. quite a few times He's got loads of hat-tricks, and he's a brilliant player. And he's gone to, I think, Daventry now. Yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. got a hat-trick or two in his first few games as well, so it's not stopping. And we've nearly, nearly got a hat-trick here as well from, from Hall. Um, how do you think Bedford are going to fare against this this strike partnership that we've got here? I think we'll be all right. Like, next season, I think we're going to be up there, definitely. Like, I was at our game on Tuesday, mm. and we looked really good. So we've got some really good new players in. I think we're capable of beating these guys, but we lost to them in their Bed Senior Cup final a few right. years ago, which was a shame. 
Mm. But I think we'll we'll fare quite well against them. They're basically the Newport Pagnell team from last year. Yeah, yeah and of course much. you've taken their their manager. Um, of course, it, it's <laughs> the whole managerial merry-go-round. What do you know about Lee Bircham and what what's he? What's the impression you get from him coming in at Bedford Town? How how is his team going to play their football? I've inter- I interviewed him the other day and his management team, and they were all really well spoken. Like. They showed what they wanted to play, and from watching the game on Tuesday, they were playing fast tempo, mm. like really nice football, quick, complete opposite to what we saw at the end of last season. So yeah. it's really yeah. refreshing to see. Absolutely. So Bedford going down, and it's one of those. I, I said it to you a few times. I felt that they were always a little over ambitious in what they wanted to achieve at, at step three level, and the Gary Central sacking still, you know, looks like the, the wrong decision, of course, but. S- some some achievement uh, achievement's the wrong word I still can't quite believe they finished bottom of the league in the end the other teams you know your Rushton and Diamonds have had such a resurgence that their Bedford were the basement boys in the end yeah I think if you speak to Callum Donnelly and probably me we'll both say the same reason why we mm. had such a, a terrible season and that is Paul Davis but you know he's he completely derailed the season in my opinion and he he, he kind of came in Mm. changed a lot of things we lost some really terrible games and our form was gone players were leaving four games though wasn't it for day i mean you've got to do you've got to do something special to destabilize a club you know i think from his point of view anyway (laughs) he's gonna think you know how how many games are there in a season how could i be the the root cause anyway of, of how things have gone wrong but from from what we've heard it you know, he must have done something special to be able to divert things that badly. Yeah, from what I've heard, I think he was, from what Callum Donnelly told me, he is three years older than him and he spoke to them all like kids, all the players like mm. kids. And he uh, read it away after we got battered 3-0. He didn't clap the fans mm. or anything, which was not a good move. And also, he's been sacked four times and he's, again, I think, I don't know how old he is, like 30, late 30s. So that's quite poor managerial record. Yeah, it's not a good one, is it? No. So, so you go down to to join these guys and also uh, Stockfold. Uh, who who do you see as the guys that are? Do you think you're going to do a Burnley and come straight back up? And who's going to be your, who's going to be the teams to watch out for? I think in uh, Leighton's league next season, I think I'm I'm seeing Stockfold to do quite well. They've had some really good recu- recruitment. Mm. Uh, Leighton as well signing the Newport Pagnell team basically, and <laughs> it's just I, I think it will be. I think both Leighton and Stockfold will survive. It's just like it's going to be a tough league. It's going to be the toughest in a while, mm. and it's, it's just going to be—it's going to be a great season. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, it, it is filtering down, isn't it? I'm looking mm. at teams like Kettering, Leamington, Telford coming down to to step three, Bedford and Rushton and Diamonds at step four. It's just getting stronger, isn't it? There's just mm. more and more good football teams who are, you know, are falling through it, and it filters all the way down to these teams like Scunthorpe United are playing step two football next season. It, it's wow. all dropping down, isn't it? And as teams sort of rise up through through the football league but the standard of non-league is just going to keep going up yeah it's crazy like Scunthorpe was the craziest one for me because I remember playing that loose and playing them in league one Mm. and now we're Premier League and they're National League North which is crazy and I'm just gutted to be fair that we didn't stay up like Bedford because it would have been such a good league to be in Mm. it'd have been very competitive but it would have been a brilliant league to be in and I'm, I'm glad we went down but I'm quite happy in the league we are now got to talk to you about Luton Town can't believe we, we <laughs> haven't done yet their development scored down at top field the other day winning 2-1 I see you, you've started with the guys and the is it the We Are Luton Town yeah, podcast am uh-huh. I right in saying tell us a little more about that yeah so they reached out to me I can't remember when but they did and they offered me some writing positions and I'd just hop on their podcast hopefully when I can mm. and yeah they're, they're a really nice bunch of lads and I think they've got some good work going there and yeah I'm really happy to join them 
Premier League football to cover for you next season. Has it sunk in? No, no, not at all. <laughs> I, I thought it would sink in when the fixtures came out, but it still hasn't. Like, I, I'm just looking forward to Brighton now because I'll, I'll be there. Mm. It'll be it'll be banging. I'm really looking forward to it. I just can't believe it. It's crazy. Luton players and fantasy football, Marek, something you mentioned. Any in your squad? Yeah, certainly is. Yeah, I've got uh, Adebayo um, and uh, and I've also got um, I've got a centre-half as well whose name's escaped me at the moment, but he's, he's your main man. Tom Lockyer, perhaps? No, yeah. Harry Bell, maybe? Bell, yeah. that's Bell, the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, good. he's good. Like last, He's improved so much this season and mm. he will probably start most games because we haven't, we've only made two signings so far. But right. I, I, I just, I've, I think I've got Morris... Uh, I think I've got three players, and Doughty and one more on my team. But sure. Yeah, I just can't. I can't really remember. I did it a while ago now. Okay. Morris. Morris is clocking up the years now, isn't he? And uh, do, you, do you think he can sustain it? And uh, and um, and what about what about your other guy who's come up all the way from the Conference League with oh, you, Petzer? Yeah, I'm, I think he Pelly will do fine. He signed his new contract the other day, so he'll definitely be with us. I think if he scores, I don't know what I'll do. I'll just go, <laughs> I'll go crazy. And uh, Morris as well. He's he was so good last season. I can't see him dropping off.